Hey friends, welcome to Why Does It Matter? Series 3, exploring why prayer matters and different ways that we can pray to help us in, in our walk with God, that we would be a people who pray continually. My name is Lee Jennings. I'm joined by Aaron Waters. Thank you if you've been joining us through this series. Uh, why don't you take a little moment to just uh, rate us uh, on whichever podcast app you're listening to? Uh, not because we particularly want that kind of to, to boost us in any way, but just so that if you think this is good, uh, that other people get the opportunity to listen as well. Thankfulness is humbling us to recognize what he has provided. Mm. Saying sorry, our confession, is humbling us because it's recognizing what we've done wrong. And saying please is humbling us because it's recognizing we can't do it on ourselves. Awesome. So last week we looked at the middle letter S of this teaspoon thing that you taught me, TSP. Uh, thank you, sorry, please. And uh, this week just looking at please. But you confused me. I was telling you this uh, before we started. You confused me with the title of this because it's intercession. Now I have translated that completely wrong the entirety of my life. So you've blown my mind already. That's great. But intercession <laughs> is not meaning everyone pray out loud in a group no and i think that's one of the kind of maybe the misconceptions of the word that when we when we hear the word intercession particularly depending on what tradition of church that you're part of yeah intercession is the the element of a church service where we pray for the needs of others we we pray for the sick we, we bring the list of people that are on the kind of the the church ring around phone list and we li- you know or on the news sheet or whatever it may be and we 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 by name speak out the names of those people in the service or we take a time in our Sunday service to uh, to pray for the world and the church and our nation and uh, and all those kind of things um, or it's a time when you know if you, you're in a more kind of spontaneous setting that you know you would say right we're going to take a time of prayer and I'm just speak out loud as you will um, but actually intercession at its most basic level is is praying for others it's standing in the gap uh, and praying for others standing in the gap between earth and heaven intercession is is really about bringing our requests to god so in terms of our, our tsp our thank you sorry please intercession is kind of our, our please this is our asking this is the thing we talked about in the in the very first session when we talked about prayer is not a shopping list yeah that's possibly because of what our experience of intercession prayer may or may not have been in the churches that we've grown up in or that we've been part of mm. the intercession is a time when we when we read out the list of names of people who need a touch of God in their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that's a, probably a good point to start as well because although we did do say that prayer is not a shopping list, we still can bring our requests to God. Absolutely. But the Bible tells us to, to bring yeah, our yeah. prayers and petitions, to bring our intercessions b- before God. Mm. The Bible tells us to, to do that. Um, and so intercession is very much part of this. And... Um, Thinking about uh, Psalms, because we we mentioned about um, 
how uh, it always starts with praise, ends with a praise, but in between there's always those requests that the psalmist wanted as well. And to to bring them about, uh, which is interesting, I, I just ask you, you for your opinion, because like, mm-hmm. I, I love how David me again not a fan of the psalms but i'd love how david uses god's character to ask for stuff uh-huh. do you know what i mean yeah sometimes he he it almost sounds like he's trying to twist god's arm manipulate but he's not he's just praising god at the same time as doing it using god's character you're a god of love so show me this love in this certain area do you know yeah. it's almost recognizing god's power in the yeah. midst of that we see that quite a lot in the old testament uh, the the old testament that the, the prophets the priests that we see in in the old testament they they so often when they pray they they talk about you know god you are a god of justice or god you you know you are the mighty one oh god you are the one who brought us out of egypt and out of slavery and, mm. and they always bring something of of what god has done in the past and say because we've seen your faithfulness in this now we bring this before you yeah yeah and i think it's, it's a special thing to do because then um i guess we it's so funny. So I just realized this on the spot is that we we looked at how um, thankfulness is humbling us to recognize what he has provided. Mm. Saying sorry, our confession is humbling us because it's recognizing what we've done wrong. And saying please is humbling us because it's recognizing we can't do it on ourselves. I like that. People might even think we planned this stuff for that. <laughs> it wasn't. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> And it's it's good that it does that, isn't it? It humbles us and 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 again shifts our focus, our dependence, not on self but on God. There's something I really love actually that we don't start with with the please. There's something I love about yeah. us starting with thankfulness, mm. you know, of confessing our sin before we ask God for anything. You know, so often we, we you know, we've maybe made prayer something that we remember to do as and when we need something in our prayer life becomes a, a, you know asking God the stuff when we need it. And we forget about the relational side of it. Um, but as, yeah, you're right. This is all about humility. It's about who we are before God, recognizing that, that God is God. Um, but intercession, yeah, so its most basic level is standing in the gap. It, it's about it's about praying for others. Uh, and Pete Gregg, in his book, How to Pray, gives a great illustration of this, about kind of two parents that had maybe um, had a big fallout um, and maybe aren't talking to each other. But the child goes uh, and the child says, Daddy, you know, Mummy says this, and Mummy's sorry about this, and uh, and 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 Mummy, Daddy's sorry about this, and uh, and I just want you to be friends again, and kind of joins their hands together, mm. uh, and he says that's almost uh, it's not a perfect picture, but it's almost a picture of what intercession's about. It, it's about reconciliation. It's about two parties uh, as someone who's in the middle. Intercession is kind of a, a, a priestly role. Um, in the New Testament, particularly in the Book of Hebrews, we talk about Jesus as our great High Priest. Yeah. And in the Old Testament, one of the roles of the priest was to be the mediator, to, to pray on behalf of the people to God, to, to go to God, to speak to God. And then the prophet would bring the message of God back to the people. As the intercessory prayer is, is that priestly role of, uh, of us uh, as followers of Jesus, we're a priesthood of all believers, um, using that priestly role that it's part of our role as those who've been saved is to intercede, to pray on behalf of the world, mm. to petition God, to ask God for things on behalf of others, on behalf of the world, that God uh, would move uh, in, in the, the world around us. Um, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, 
a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Once you were not people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And earlier in chapter two as well, Peter uh, writes this. He says in, in chapter two, verse five, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be, to be what? A holy priesthood. Wow. You know, part of our role uh, as followers of Jesus is is we are to be a, a royal priesthood, a holy priesthood. It's part of our role and responsibility as Christians to stand in the gap, perform the priestly duty of praying for our world mm. that God's hand would move. That's amazing. How much value does that add to those words we so often say to people, I'm going to pray for you? Sometimes I think we take that so lightly. Mm. Um, we want to say it as a, a nicety. Uh, to people but that's so much value so much power in just saying that so we we make need to make sure we do it right yeah so and and we've talked about this in the last series as well about this being a missional thing as well that, yeah that when we commit to pray for someone that, that we do and particularly when it's someone who's not saved actually this is priestly work this yeah. is the, yeah, the yeah, work yeah. of intercession we said this in our first session but the, the great quote from oswald chambers who said the real business of your life is intercessory prayer Prayer does not fit us for the greater work. Prayer is the greater work. Yeah. You know, you might be in your workplace, you might be at the gym, whatever you might be doing, and you might think, what difference can I make here when I'm sat in the coffee shop or whatever it may be? It's the greater work you can do is to pray, mm. to, to pray in the silence of your heart that God would move in that place, that the atmosphere would change, that that the hard hearts would be softened to to see what's going on in the news and pray for some of the things that are going on in our community and our nation and our world and, and and ask that God would intervene and that God would move. Yeah, I like that. I I don't know whether we touched on it last season too much, but it is a hundred percent vital to everything we did last season of looking at it in evangelism, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because if we we recognise we can't do the work of God. And then what we have to understand and recognize is, is again, could you remind me of the other quote that we said uh, the other week as uh, of prayer being a vehicle rather than um, it being God is the one who makes it work rather than prayer. Oh, yeah. Do, that, do yes. Yes. Yeah, prayer. Um uh, prayer, cha- prayer doesn't change yes, anything. Yes, that's uh, the but one. But prayer is the vehicle to God. God changes everything. Yeah, and and we've got to recognise that just as much as well. But yeah. prayer is vital in evangelism because it's dependent on God again and and being, um, you know, intercede and work. It is, and th- and this is where it's so important that we are asking God for stuff. You know, to pray for someone who is sick that God would heal them, or that God would be their peace, or that God would be with them that's intercessory work to pray for someone who's bereaved that that they might receive god's comfort that's intercessory work you know to to pray for uh, you know someone who's being bullied that they might kind of be free from that to pray for someone with an eating disorder that they might uh, be able to overcome this is intercessory work it's asking god to move on behalf of someone else it's it's being that kind of intermediary now of course Jesus is at the right hand of God and the Bible says that he is interceding for us. So we pray in the name of Jesus, meaning it's not just a tag on at the end of a prayer that means we're kind of twisting God's arm, but we're praying in Jesus' name because Jesus is at the right hand of God interceding for us. That as we pray, as we catch God's heart for things, that we will pray for those situations and we're praying in the power of Jesus that that God would move. Uh, And when we're in line with God's heart, uh, when it's his will, of course, those things happen. 
I also think it's important to note as well for fellow believers too, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just for non-Christians, not just for those people who are suffering, but also for our fellow believers when we're telling them that we're going to pray for them yeah. in their circumstance. We need to make sure we're doing that too, even though they're intercessors in the same way. We're still praying for them. Yeah, and, and, and if I can just push that a little bit further, actually what does Jesus tell us to do that's even even more in depth than that he says pray for those who persecute you yes yeah. love your enemies mm. jesus says and actually praying for them is is very much a part of that pete greg again he, he, he says this to, to be in christ is to be drawn up into his intercession for the world to be filled with the spirit is to intercede as the spirit intercedes with groans too deep for words within us what pete greg's kind of saying there is the spirit who intercedes with groans too deep for words is within us and so if we're filled with the spirit we'll be an interceding people christ is at the right hand of the father interceding for us so if we are in christ we are an interceding people that we're called to, to that work of intercessory yeah. prayer so it's incredibly comforting to know that see in the moments when we don't have the words to pray the spirit is interceding for us with groans too deep for words sometimes we haven't got the words to pray in a particular situation uh, but by lifting the situation toward God and say, Lord, I don't understand the situation that I've seen on the news. I don't understand why this person is unwell. I don't understand why this uh, particular issue has panned out the way it has. But Lord, I lift it before you. Lord, I don't even know how to pray. I don't even know what I want you to do in this situation. But Lord, I pray that you would move in your way in this situation. Mm. And just to allow the Spirit to intercede for us, to hold that before God and simply hold it before him or to hold the person who is unwell before god in prayer knowing that god will will move and hears our prayer a couple of weeks ago we uh, did talk about how prayer um get makes us uh, align our will with god's will and and, mm -hmm. and be able to conform in in that way so it, does this intercessory prayer work the same way in one sense as you say and if you're seeing like the news looking at the the world let's say afghanistan situation at the right. moment we're looking at that like what's happening lord to understand what 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 what's the work you are doing out there and praying in that and if we continue to do that will our desires align with with his in that same way or, or does it remain a mystery sometimes you know i think this is some probably both and is is the is the answer to that i think there's something in mystery that again we don't talk about very much in our western culture but there's something about mystery you know sometimes we won't know the answers yeah but we have to trust in god just in the same way we we won't know the depths of everything of god in this life mm. but there's something of of the awe and wonder of god because of that sometimes we we're in a place where we will never know the answer to some of the difficult things, the unanswered prayer, the things that don't seem to, to occur. Yes, God has heard all our prayers, but sometimes it seems like the situation was unheard or didn't pan out as we should have, seemed like the prayer was unanswered, whatever it may be. We may never know the reason why. But can I just can I just offer one little thing that I think is really important so we continue to pray, mm. that we keep on praying. You know, I, I've heard it said to me before, you know, I pray and I give it to God and once I've prayed I don't pray about it again because that's a lack of faith and I think no I, I think keep going yeah. keep praying you know keep asking God keep petitioning God it's not irritating God I think he loves it that we that we bring it to him and, mm. and keep praying until something happens as those you won't remember those old wristbands used to say push pray until something happens <laughs> <laughs>
my my generation is just what would jesus do (laughs) (laughs) they were they were of the same kind of thing really (laughs) okay but yeah no i like that the the faithfulness in prayer so often we are faithless yeah uh god is faithful but we do need to stay faithful in our prayer and and i i'm jealous of prayer warriors i really am um, they, who just have this incredible strength in them to keep on praying, to have that patience to keep doing that, and um, because they they just have trust, and which is is so important. Like we were just talking about that mystery, and it takes me back to uh, Job, the story of Job when he was suffering and everything went wrong for him. God didn't tell him what was happening; he kept that a mystery. He said, you know, he took him on a virtual tour. Just trust me. Mm. that's sometimes what we need to do isn't it yeah if i can just throw to jump back to one of the things you said there about kind of prayer warriors i just want to probably encourage you there that that i think with everything there's a build there's a building up you you couldn't run a marathon you know tomorrow unless you you have to train up for and i think it's the same way in prayer we we have to learn we have to learn to pray we have to learn to you know whether it's quiet prayer whether it's intercessory prayer whatever it may be we i think we have to learn Uh, and i think if we you know if we aim to have a i don't know a whatever it may be, whether it's a 10-minute prayer time, a one-hour prayer time, one-minute prayer time, whatever. And, you know, we might struggle in that time to not beat ourselves up about that, but yeah. to, to keep going. One of the things that can be helpful in intercessory prayer is to actually, this This is where, as we've talked about in previous sessions, writing stuff down. Yeah. You know, have, having... I was just going to say having that, a list yeah. Have a note section in your phone or something. Whenever you there's a prayer request that you've been asked to pray about yeah. or you said you will, jot it down because you're going to forget yeah absolutely and it's helpful to keep praying and also it's a really good way to keep in touch with people and say you know mate, i've been praying about the situation yeah. how how are things go how can i best pray for you mm. is a really helpful question to ask people sometimes i put you know what i, I sometimes put in my calendar alert um if there's something I, i'm praying for i put like it say like in a month time or or a certain amount mm. uh, of time that is needed or, or whether there's a deadline of whatever i'm praying about i put a calendar alert there so that i'm able to then ask the person yeah. what was the result i mean that's a good that's a good reminder as well actually so, yeah to, to, to keep doing to have that. a reminder to pray can i just touch on one last thing for us yeah uh, which is fasting okay so fasting probably comes into the area please don't talk about prayer. no food <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you know fasting comes into this area of intercessory prayer okay. but there are some sometimes when it's right to fast yeah you know, jesus says in, in in matthew 6 he says when you fast do not be like the the pharisees or the hypocrites um he doesn't say if you fast mm. he says when you fast and there, there's a time to fast now just a couple of little notes on that fasting isn't twisting god's arm it's not if i give up a meal today it will force you to do this that's not how it works i think fasting comes back to the thing that we've talked about right through this series dependence on god devotion to god lord i'm willing to forego something of myself here in order to show my devotion to you yeah in order to say lord i trust you with my belly for the next few hours and lord so much more am i trusting you with this particular situation yeah so there's times when fasting could be a useful thing to do don't do a do a 10-day fast when you've never fasted before skip one meal or fast yeah. you know drop coffee out of your diet for a day or two that kind of that kind of thing turn your yeah. phone off for a, for a couple of days whatever it may be um but fasting can be a helpful thing in intercession as well and there's a time when it's when it's right and appropriate to yeah. do that as well but you're right it's with the right heart 
Yeah. Because it's so often, like in this example of the pleas, the pay, the intercession, it can be done of just I, me, what I want. But in reality, it can be done in the humbleness of, mm. of I can't do it on my own. And yeah. if we're coming to God uh, fasting in, in that sense of, of it's not because I want this done because I can do this, mm. it's a, a sense of I'm doing it because out of service, out of, of want, yeah. of humbleness to, to, to wanting to, to please you. That's exactly it. So intercession, it's about standing in the gap and praying. This is the please bit. Um, maybe a helpful way to think about this if you're wondering how to how to start with interceding. You know, you know, in churches that, that have intercessions as part of their kind of Sunday <laughs> service, they, they often go on a journey. And the journey is often kind of local. So what, what's happening here? So that the here and now, the people of here and now, so the people that are sick, the people that are bereaved, the things of our own life. It then looks at the church. Let, let's pray for the church, the, the leaders of our church, the ministries of our church, the things that are going on in our church. Then our local community. What can we pray about for our local community where we want to see change and transformation happen? Then our nation. What do we want God to do in our nation right now? Can we pray for our government? Can we pray for whatever it may be, the number of kids that are having to use food banks or whatever it may be, and then the world. What are the situations in the world we can pray for? So start local and work bigger. And then when you get there, you forget about yourself. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> yourself becomes unimportant. <laughs> Absolutely. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we take a moment to pray? In fact, why don't you pray for us today? Yeah, sure, definitely. Thank you, Lord, that we can approach you. Uh, we can come to you with our requests, our petitions, uh, the things that uh, you've laid on our heart uh, and the people that you've placed in our circumstances as well. And uh, I just pray, Lord, that you'd be with us when we um, do pray and that we would be doing that interceding work for the people that are unbelievers, for the people that are believers and for those people that are persecuting us as well. And um, I just pray that you would give us the strength, the words, the wisdom, knowledge and understanding, Lord, in, in all that we do to, to be able to fulfill that priesthood that we, you have given us and, and put us in that place and position. So we pray this in your precious name. Amen. <laughs>